Good evening, sports world. What is happening? Chris Dell here, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS. Here with Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, former NCAA and Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and here to discuss all things college football. We normally do our NCAA Monday Insider pod, obviously, on Mondays, but I think we'll be switching it up here in the next few weeks for the rest of the season now that the college football playoff rankings are coming out Tuesday night. We're going to be moving our insider NCAA Insider pod to Wednesdays from now on, so stay tuned for that. And just jumping right into the college football rankings, uh, released Tuesday night, last night for us here, and you're looking at Alabama and Clemson still atop the rankings, then number three, Miami. Number four, Oklahoma. Number five, Wisconsin, the 10-0 Badgers. What say you, Mr. Allendale? What's your beef with the rankings? Well, my beef right now is, honestly, is Oklahoma should be number two. I mean, they two weeks in a row, they beat a high-ranked top 10 team. Uh, nobody else has done that. Alabama really hasn't played anybody. They beat Mississippi State, and they struggled to do that. And they've got a lot of injuries, too. Miami, we don't know. You know, they won, they won a lot of close games against teams that were mediocre at best, and then they blew out Notre Dame. Okay, Clemson, uh, their one loss, I know their quarterback was injured, but still it was at 4-6 and six Syracuse on the road. So Talk about uh, bias, huh? Recency bias, Alabama and Clemson still clear-cut 1-2, and two, yeah, huh? Yeah, it looks that way. We could be heading for a three-peat on that game, but uh, anyway, Oklahoma deserves right now to be number two, but uh, you know, that, that Big 12, they may regret setting up that championship game you know big 12 does not have the vision but they decided to play a championship game so oklahoma if they didn't have that game then they basically get into the playoffs at final four but now they got to play somebody they already beat tcu oklahoma state and they'll have to beat them again so so is this we're, we're now we're a couple weeks you know towards the end of the season now we got the conference championship games but what about the rest of the rankings and how many teams legit have a shot to actually make this thing with all the shakeups that could happen. I mean, you're looking at Auburn six, Georgia seven, Notre Dame eight, then Ohio State and Penn State wrapping up the top ten. I mean, is it is it reasonable to say all ten of those teams still have a shot? No, or are, are you throwing some of those teams out? Throw Notre Dame out. They got two losses. They they don't have they play Stanford. Well, well Auburn has two losses and so does Ohio yeah, State but, and Penn State. Uh, uh, Auburn it, it's going to play Alabama next week. And, uh, Iron Bowl right there. Don't Can't wait be for surprised that. if Auburn beats them. Alabama's pretty banged up. And then if they if they win that game, they go to the SEC championship game against Georgia. So. Uh, well, yeah, if you're Auburn and you beat number one Georgia last week, drubbed them 40-17, to 17, and you beat Alabama, then you, you better be in the top four. Well, yeah, well, it'll be the first two-loss team ever in the Final Four, but... They got a legitimate chance. Wisconsin crybabies, cry me a river. I don't, I, I'm tired of the Badgers and their whiny fans. Look, here's here's the simple part of it. Wisconsin has played an extremely weak schedule, a baby schedule, so to speak. However, if they go undefeated, they're going to get in because Clemson has to play Miami, so one of those teams is going to be eliminated, and that leaves Alabama, Oklahoma, either Miami or Clemson, and Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin just lucky? Is this the schedule? I mean, they played the first-ranked opponent of the season, number 20, Iowa, and now they're playing at 24, Michigan. I was not in the top 10. Excuse me. Well, they were when they played them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they dropped out. And who was Iowa? They're 6-4. and Right, exactly. And they should beat Michigan. I mean, Wisconsin's a good team, don't get me wrong, but you should not get into that Final Four when you play that weekend schedule. And it's on the athletic director. It's not on the players. It's not on the coach. It's on the AD. Get a tougher schedule, Badgers. And Amen. Then you won't be able to climb. But still, 
If they went out, they're going to the Final Four. Talk about being rested for the championship game of that conference, right? I mean, is that almost like a strategy going to that point? Because then Ohio State and Penn State beating each other up all year. Uh, It's it's very interesting to see how things have – I thought Wisconsin was going to be in the top four. I'm very surprised that Miami made the leap and not them. Obviously, Miami with a huge win over Notre Dame. I mean, is this this Hurricanes team for real? Who knows? I'm glad Wisconsin's not in. This is not right now. That's not against the Badgers. But the whole idea of this playoff was to play a, a tough schedule. That was the goal, and they're not doing it. And if they let Wisconsin in uh, and they go undefeated, well, they have no choice. But if you let Wisconsin in with that extremely weak schedule, that, that's going to send a bad message to everybody. So stop crying. Badgers uh, faithful, man. Wisconsin yeah. getting a little irritated Some over of the there. fans probably don't even know about schedules and strength of schedule and so forth. Well, we'll be right back with our Heisman update real quick on part two of our Insider Pod. Back here with part two of our NCAA Wednesday Insider Pod. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather. You can find him at Adel Sports on Twitter. That's A-D-E-L-L Sports on Twitter. You can find me at Mad Journalist. That's M-A-D-D Journalist with two Ds. And now, just to wrap up the college football playoff ranking talk, you're saying there could be big controversy, big controversy here if what happens? You see Auburn's well, actually, involved here uh, or what? Actually... This Final Four could be clean and easy. If Alabama, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin all win out, and if the winner of Miami Clemson wins out, those four teams are in. There will be no argument. It'll be real simple and clean. However, Auburn can throw a wrench into this. Wisconsin can throw a wrench in it to losing. And same with Oklahoma. That's the end of the Big 12. I'm just saying there's a clean way out of this. Alabama, Oklahoma, Wisconsin all win. And whoever wins the Miami-Clemson game, they don't lose at all okay. up to that game. So that, that'll make it real clean. And let's stop this Ohio State crap. They got blown out twice by Iowa and Oklahoma. They don't deserve Okay, game. so we're essentially looking at seven teams then. Like Auburn. you said, the, the, those top five and then Auburn and Georgia still in the race. Georgia's still got to be in it, right? Yeah. But how did, how did they fall six spots after losing their unanimous number one or the top number well, one team falls, bad, I know but you fall six spots you lose to a team that's in the top seven I mean that's kind of crazy to me that they would fall that far off and still be behind uh, even Wisconsin or Oklahoma what have you but uh, transitioning here pivoting here into our Heisman watch and I mean, you know, our guy, Baker Mayfield looking like he's starting to actually separate from the pack, well, what the, say the, you? The Heisman race is over Unless uh, uh, some kind of earthquake hits uh, Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield's a winner. You, you can't deny that. He's got the creds. He's done everything. Even if he has a mediocre uh, couple of games uh, on the final regular season games, I don't see how he could not be the winner. You want to throw uh, Bryce Love? I was just going to say, where's Bryce Love at? He's got to be close to him, right? Yeah, he's in there. And I think Saquon Barkley just hasn't had the real good game. I've been saying that all year. Barkley is the most versatile player in college football, but he's not the best player in college football. He's He's been struggling, gaining yardage from the line of scrimmage. He can he can score and gain yardage otherwise as a receiver and a return man. But uh, well, Baker Mayfield, the known commodity, right? He's been proven. He's been around the bend for a few years now in yeah. Oklahoma. And a guy like Bryce Love, though, I mean, this guy's a junior. Talk about a Heisman frontrunner for next season if he doesn't win it this year, obviously with Baker Mayfield ahead of him. But this guy went from scoring three touchdowns last season and 779 yards. Now he's got over 1,600 yards. 
He's got 15 touchdowns on the year, and he's averaging nine yards a carry. So kudos to Bryce Love out in Stanford, man, holding it down right there. Best running back in the country. He's, he's a better running back than, than Saquon Barkley, pure running back. Well, he should go to the NFL. I wouldn't wait around if he's eligible for the draft. That's not, a, not some bad, that's not bad advice right there. You don't have a chance of getting hurt, and then you don't have that many years, especially as a running back. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Heisman race belongs. It's Baker Mayfield to lose. Uh, he'd have to really do just stink up the joint in the last couple of regular season games, but I, I don't see that happening. Oh, you mean stinking up the joint like Butch Jones? Your boy finally got fired, huh, yeah. so no longer on the coach's so seat. Supposedly, uh, coach's Butch, hot seat. Butch was offered an opportunity to finish the season, and he said no. And then the, the hottest rumor, and at first I thought it was ridiculous, but now everybody's saying this, John Gruden might want to coach Tennessee. His wife is an ex-Tennessee cheerleader. His son goes to school there. Uh, he was on an interview today, Mike and Mike, ESPN, and, and, and they asked him, and he wouldn't deny it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. It was non-committal. He doesn't want to upset his wife. Rocky top, baby. I can't see him. If, I, if he goes back to coaching, I see him in the NFL. But there's people that are saying he has this. Groom's a little crazy. He likes he, he, He's going to get a really big salary if he goes into Tennessee. Let's just say that to yeah. a, to appease him and try to keep him there. But then that could be another stepping stone to him getting an NFL job. If he wants an NFL well, job. Yeah. So who replaces Butch Jones? Who's, who's on the new coach's hot seat for Mr. Allen Dell, the godfather? Well, it's, you know, we got rid of the head cases. McElwain. McElwain and, and, and uh, Butch Jones gone. No one else. The, the coach's hot seat is vacant right, vacant right now, or what? It's, it's never vacant. Not Charlie Strong, USF. He still saw some well, of the proof there from South be, Florida. He'd be on my hot seat because I think he lost that. Uh, their one loss to Houston. I think he cost them that game. Was or he allowed his offense coordinator a terrible play calling. Extremely poor clock management, but uh, so what do you want to leave us off here with going into Week Twelve of the well, college football the, the, the season? Big, uh, Saturday. Michigan at Wisconsin. That's the one you got to watch. That's the only thing that's happening this week. Implications, baby. We'll see you guys next week and tomorrow for the NFL Quick.